got negative opinions about America too, yo. Like, I ain't met a perfect country yet. I don't think it exists. Hey, this, this is, is Curly and Kansai, a podcast about our experience as curly-headed ladies living in the Kansai area of Japan. I'm Ayana. And I'm Elise. Welcome back to a long-awaited episode. <laughs> We've been gone for so long. <laughs> Man, that's how these times be, though. Yes, um, the last published, posted episode was in October. <laughs> mm. And uh, as you can see, the number on this episode is 67. <laughs> but the last episode posted was 65. <laughs> Now, why would that be? Um, yeah, so what had happened was mm-hmm. <laughs> I recorded uh, the that la- that last episode, and I was gonna try to post it before I went to the states. So I went to the states for the holidays in December, and in that meantime, I just got busy uh, and. She forgot about us. She forgot about all of us. Editing in time. And I tried to edit at the airport and Mm -hmm. then post it, but then I forgot. And I had my time. (laughs) And then she went on vacay and she was like, screw all of y'all. I mean, me. I went to Los Los Angeles to see uh, my partner. Yes, we're doing long distance in a pandemic. Great. So decided to go and just stay at his place for the three weeks that was there. So I didn't really do that much in, well, everything was closed too in like sightseeing. I wasn't there for sightseeing. I was just there to be with him. So yeah, I forgot the episode. I'm sorry, y'all. It it will be posted (laughs) sometime as a surprise, um, but I don't even know if anybody's going to want to listen to it because it was like a timely thing about the election. About the election, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who cares anymore? We've all moved on from that. We really did. So, I mean, I'll post it. It might not get any listens, but that's okay. It'll be a time capsule episode. Yes. So this episode would be our last official mm-hmm. episode because as I, as the founder of this podcast, have grown, feel like I've grown from this podcast and just don't really want to talk about Japan in podcast form anymore. I like <laughs> complaining still occasionally with my friends, my roommates. And sometimes on Twitter, but I've uh, grown very tired of if I mention anything like tiny complaint about Japan, just everybody wants to retweet or complain about that. And I'm like, you know Mm -hmm. what? As much as I enjoy it sometimes, I don't want that to be my brand now. Everything's a brand online (laughs) (laughs) or what I'm known for on the Mm. Internet. Right. So, yeah. Uh, also, the reason why I started Curly and Kansai, um, if you haven't heard me talk about that before, is that I wanted to just add a voice, a Black voice, voices, especially Black women in Japan, on the internet, especially on YouTube, because we used to do video. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we were able to spark more people, more creatives, to start their own show on podcasts or you know YouTube and now TikTok is a thing so there's i see some people (laughs) doing that (laughs) and instagram so i was just like you know what that was the goal i reached it i know people like to hear us both of us but i feel like you know we have separate voices on different outlets that you can still continue to access 
right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, like, what are updates going on with you, dear, since our last episode that you would like to share? Um, I filed my taxes. Yay! <laughs> we are adulting. <laughs> and I got a refund. Yay! Yay, me too! Yay! So, I'm gonna take that and probably... Save it? Uh, no, I'm going to get an iPad Pro, I think. All right. For your art, <laughs> so, it's an investment. So that's good. Yeah. So I'm going to write that off too. <laughs> <laughs> get money back. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, what have I been up to? Just trying to get this freelance thing going. It slowed down a lot this year compared course, yeah. to last year where people, I think, were still, a lot of people, I think, were still anticipating either the Olympics or that, like, things were going to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. So people were still translating things and, like, looking forward to, like, tourism. And now it's just kind of, like, everybody's either gone out of business yeah. or they're so focused on their business surviving that they're not even considering translating or, you know, any kind of inbound tourism type stuff, which is mostly most of the translation work that I do now. I see. Everybody has just kind of stopped. So yeah, I've been just doing, I've been focusing on my other jobs to make sure that I got money. Of course. And then I've been doing uh, YouTube. I do art stuff on YouTube now. I see that. It's good. It's a mix of art and Japan stuff because just doing Japan stuff is not, I get bored editing it. And I'm like, if I'm bored editing it, I can't imagine people wanting to watch it so much. So I changed up my format into a style that I watch a lot on YouTube, which is art studio vlogs. They're very long, usually like 40 minutes long. And you're just, you know, watching a person either do art or, you know, sometimes they have to like clean up their studio or organize a bunch of different things. And it's Mm -hmm. usually weekly or monthly. So now I'm doing like a monthly kind of freelancing vlog and I'll take video of my different freelancing because I've gotten more modeling work. Nice. So I've been taking video of that, video of drawings, working, that kind of stuff. Very chill kind of monthly vlogs. Hmm. Did you um, or have any interest in starting like a Patreon or anything like that for people to support you? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Uh, Just because I don't have anything to sell. Like I watch the people, like the art videos that I do watch and I see, you know, everyone has a style or a thing that they make that they can sell. Right. Mm-hmm. So I still don't have that. Okay. And maybe as I continue making art blogs, I'll find that. And then, you know, that'll be a move I make. But right now it's really just being good at art because uh, I feel like I'm still not very good. <laughs> girl you are good let me just let me have this i don't understand it and you've also improved so much in the past year because of like being inside and just working on it more so i understand your feeling because i have the same feeling in many of the things that i do but Mm -hmm. i'm just saying you are good i just want to keep motivating you your your uh (laughs) encouragement (laughs) okay uh Yeah, so how about your skating? Oh, yeah. So I just started the Skate Every Day mm-hmm. challenge. I started that in January because we were all like winter bluesing. And I was like, I'm getting super depressed because it's cold mm. and I can't go out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a way to skate in my house during the cold, cold months, you know. And on a whim, I went to the like Home Depot, the Japanese Home Depot, which is mm-hmm. Uh, I think Daiki is where I went and bought a giant uh, compressed cardboard panel. Mm -hmm. Very heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Very heavy. 
And yeah. I carried that bitch home on the train like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can safely skate on top of the, I put the board on top of the tatami. And yeah. I can practice there. And after I got the board, that really kind of inspired me to take up the challenge. Because I was like, I have no excuse now not to at least do it for like five minutes right. a day. So, yeah, um, I, I was going to say that you've inspired a lot of people. Um, one of our friends, Taylor, she mm-hmm. said that your Skate Every Day videos has inspired her for what she wants to do. Um, not necessarily skating. And mm-hmm. I think another person was telling me the same thing that like, that's very impressive. Like, uh, who does like these kinds of things are a habit that you want to do and improve every day. Not a lot of people can do that. So it's just very inspiring and also inspired me. I don't do things every day. Well, I think that's just my personality, mm-hmm. but uh, consistency still is um, something that I can do just might not be every single day. So right. it has helped me too. I'm glad. I'm really mm-hmm. glad. Cause you know, I didn't think about, I was just, posting it on a whim <laughs> yeah you're just doing it for yourself and you're like hey uh this is good like recording and going back and seeing like how you progressed right it was really it's been interesting yeah I agree um I guess for me like I started skating more soon as it got warmer and mm-hmm. also to everybody like I did unfortunately get corona um mm-hmm. at the end of March early April And so then I couldn't really skate as much as I wanted to for a good three weeks. And then I tried again and it started getting warmer and sunnier. So I was just like, I'm going to try to do this like every day and also to like uh, stay active. And I was starting to get like numbness in my arms. So I was just like, I I don't know exactly how to deal with this, but I'm going to like stretch more and exercise more. So Mm. I don't, it doesn't get worse. Um, And that's something I still need to get checked on. And it's hard because Japan doesn't necessarily have doctors like that are focused on post COVID symptoms. <laughs> Not at all. None. So at, they're just, they're overwhelmed with like cases right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Osaka has been getting so many cases. So. People are like dying in ambulances and shit. It's, it's wild. Not dying in ambulances. They're dying at home. Mostly at home because they're waiting to be hospitalized and then right. they can't, um, unfortunately. So yeah, just be careful out there still. Like I know in America we have the vaccine, Mm-hmm. Some people are thinking about going back and then getting the vaccine. I already have a plan mm-hmm. like set uh, to go in August. So I feel like Japan won't have for regular people, maybe, hopefully by August. But I heard well, like, July. The thing is, I'm like, they were saying that they don't know if they'll count people's vaccines from overseas. And I'm like, why wouldn't you, though? Like, that was a thing I, I read about online somewhere. I wish I could remember <sighs> where. But I, I was like, that. it sounds like something Japan would do. Where it's like, well, if you didn't get it done by us, we can't really count it kind of bullshit. Okay. I just really hope, I really hope they don't do it, though. So if if waste. it doesn't count, then I would have to get two vaccines? Like, two. Wait, like that's the thing. Like, if you come back here with a vaccine card, an English vaccine card, right? And you're like, yeah. here's my vaccine card. You know, uh-huh. it's just in English. Uh-huh. What, are, what hoops are they going to make you jump through? to have that be valid in Japan? Well, all I know right now is that this person that uh, came from, I think, Tennessee or Mm -hmm. someplace in that area, um, they had the Moderna vaccine Mm -hmm. and they came back and they still put her in a hotel for three days saying that she can't go home, can't travel Mm -hmm. on public transportation Mm -hmm. because that state was listed as like high cases or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but then after the third day, they tested her again and she got negative, but she still has to quarantine at home and they're right. 
being more strict with the uh, tracking because like I had to be quarantined too, but they weren't as strict at the time in January, but now it's more. Mm, yeah. Um. So I know like even if you have the vaccine, they again are not counting it. So you still have to quarantine. And that's all I know so far. But like okay. I saw an article saying that their Japan is going to maybe allow, what is it? The vaccine passports. Okay. So we don't know for a regular tourist. They're not, opening for right. tourists yet. So definitely be for like business track people mm-hmm. and, and residents, foreign residents included. Okay, that's good. Right. So not sure what that we'll is about because they just don't, they're not quick to update. It'll be after summer when they finally figure out how they're going to handle it. It'll be after the Olympics then. <laughs> Basically Probably. when they'll focus on it after the Olympics is done, Honestly, which is a hot mess. Hot mess. Are people going to come to the Olympics? I think also I read somewhere, I don't know if it was an official thing yet, but they might not have any spectators at all. Yeah. Yeah. They've, yeah. They've been talking about that. Yeah. Because look how they're handling cases right now. Poorly. Very, I was, very fucking poorly. I just poorly. don't want Japan to turn like India right now. If anybody doesn't and know about that, India is have, going through another shit have, right now. They already had 21 cases of the Indian variant. In Japan? So, yeah. How? Oh my God. Because Japanese people have been coming back from India, like, of course. And so um, the thing is, like, they saying that they got it, they caught them with it. But I'm like, did you catch the, like, asymptomatic people as well? Like, no. I'm like, I'm just having flashbacks to last year when they were, like, letting people go. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After, like, there have been false negatives, too, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, man... I feel like, because right now, there's two variants that are basically the only two variants in Japan right now. It's like the N1484 and like the KY something. I forget. The it, mm. the British one. It's the British one. Okay. That one is, I think that one is most of the cases in Osaka. And then the other variant is most of the cases in Tokyo. So that's what caused the sudden increase was those two variants. Fucking hell. But the problem is they're not testing the variants of everybody they test. Right. So they only test like 40% of the positive cases for which variant it is. And then like, is it, are the private testing centers doing that? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. And they don't even count private testing center cases. So I was, yeah, I was going to say for those who don't know, like, especially in Osaka that we've experienced uh, for me, I got tested in a private center Mm -hmm. um, and I had obvious symptoms, especially with the Mm -hmm. fever. Mm-hmm. So once I got it positive, once I realized it was positive, I just didn't leave the house. And um, you you gave me the number for the public mm-hmm. uh, centers nearby to get the official testing mm-hmm. and get like the support. But I decided not to go. Um, mm-hmm. But our friend got it too, but she was more like seemingly asymptomatic. So she also got another test. Mm-hmm. And then um, she found out that like, oh, you can get sent to a hospital, not hospital, a hotel. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't, and if you live alone, they'll send you a box of food, which is full of sodium. <laughs> and not they call you every, <laughs> yeah, not healthy at all. And they call you every day to check your, your symptoms. Your, and if you're like eating, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. for me, I didn't think I needed that. So I was like, that's fine. I'm not going to risk going out again possibly getting somebody else sick just to get the official test. So unfortunately I wasn't counted in the national number. Mm-hmm. I I knew that I was sick and I was just going to stay home, ordered Uber Eats like every day, took Eve or like Advil type uh, medicine almost every day to like make sure my fever is down mm-hmm. and just 
you know, wrote it out. And mm-hmm. at the last day, like right before I got tested again to see if I was negative, I had, I felt bed sores. It was oh. like numbness in my, my legs. So I couldn't um, sleep because it was like painful. Oh my God. So I like woke up, I went to sleep at like 10, woke up at two, couldn't sleep the rest of the night. Mm. The next day I was like, all right, I'll go, go get the test again to see. Um, I was negative, but I was like, okay, but I, I feel like weird still but you know mm-hmm. took another week to like start feeling better and then i think two weeks later i started feeling the numbness again but not in my legs so much but in my arms and my fingers so i was just like mm. what the hell wow. um and my yeah and then our friend kina was like well yeah be careful because that's a, a supposed covid symptom so just like get checked go go get a physical or go find like well she's she's also helping me like find a place to get like mm. more information and how to deal with it right so that's like the update with me. But other than that, I have been trying to skate <laughs> <laughs> and post on TikTok and Instagram so I can work on my job with the small businesses as a social media manager. <laughs> right. And it's it's fun, but also tiring. Mm-hmm. Social media is exhausting, man. It is. It is. It's just like, I don't understand why I enjoy some of it, but then other <laughs> days I'm like, I cannot stand it. It it goes back and forth every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think other than that, yeah, like you, I did my taxes mm-hmm. uh, both in Japan and the U.S. So I was finally able to get the stimulus from the U.S. Oh, okay. Yay. Were you able to get the stimulus from the oh, U.S.? Oh, yes, baby. Oh, yes. I've been. Oh, yes. You've been getting it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. As soon as I heard that we could apply last year, I was like, well, let me go ahead and hit that up. So yeah, I've been taking my my stimulus from the U.S. and I've mostly been saving it or investing it. Good, good. Right. Um, I started doing crypto, but very not a lot of money putting into it because I, mm-hmm. I heard there are ways to uh, invest in crypto in the long run or like uh, like it be slow. Uh, mm-hmm. It just depends on the coins. But because I'm using Coinbase, uh, there's not a lot of coins on that site. So I have mm-hmm. to like figure out how to get the other coins where I can just uh, stake, they say, um, huh. and for the long run. And um, like just leave it in there and wait for like wait a couple of years. It's similar to like investing in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um because if you try to make money quick, it goes back down, up, down, up, up, down, up. You lose money, gain money really quickly. And yeah. that's not what I want to do. So the smaller coins, you can just leave in and wait for a longer time. You get a bigger gain. and mm. But it's just complicated. This is mm-hmm. it's something like I had to join a Discord to learn more stuff. And then when I tried it, it was just like still difficult because I'm in Japan. So right. a lot of sites that like don't want you to do things that because like you need certain identification. And if you're like US, but like you're in Japan with the phone number, they're like, oh, you can't sign up. You need right. to be a Japanese. I was like, oh, my God. So mm. I'm just trying or to figure that out. You have to go through a Japanese website or something. Yeah. And even when I tried to do the Japanese one, they have they're like verification denied. Please fix this. And I'm like, I've been using my car. Like, can you just. Oh, man. That's frustrating. Yeah. So it's just, it's a slow, slow, like progression for me with crypto, but I, I definitely want to get more into it because it seems like it'll be the future. And I don't know the way these NFTs is working. I feel like they might burn the whole thing down because they acting foolish. I'm not sure about the NFTs, but the they other stuff. Acting foolish. <laughs> I hope they Did you see the basket um, thing they're Basquiat, trying to sell? Yeah. Basquiat, no, sorry. Basquiat. I was just like, why would, and then there's people like, the person doesn't even own it. 
I was like, this is this whole thing is ridiculous. Leave Basquiat alone <laughs> first. Like, why are we doing this? That it was a hot mess. So I was like, yeah, NFT so stuff right now. That's very new compared to like the other uh, parts of the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I still don't even understand it all. But hey. I've been following a few like Twitter threads of just artists being like fucking FTs. <laughs> and I'm like, now nah, that's that's the vibe I got from it. I feel like yeah, yeah no. like this is accurate. Like I tried to mint something to be an NFT and I was getting so I was getting frustrated. So I also was like fuck NFTs. Well, like it you have to pay yes, to sell, yes, right? And I'm like, yes. that sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs> <laughs> like I just get immediate scam vibes. So I was like, cause I was gonna I was like, maybe I'll try to sell something too. And then I saw that. I was like, never mind. This no. Is, I work hard enough making shit. Now, now I got to pay right. to sell it. This don't make right. no sense. Um, and so there was this uh, site called mintable.app. So you don't have to pay a gas mm-hmm. fee. But like I said, when I tried to upload my photography, I was mm-hmm. just getting frustrated because it was like, oh, you got to redo this again. I'm like, but huh? And I'm thinking, is it because I'm in Japan? I'm like, do I need to get a VPN so it works? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of these things are like location based and I'm just frustrated. And Japan is very strict about financial things online. Yes. Yes. So they could block IPs from Japan just right. like a safety measure thing kind of. But I'm thinking like we have I have a friend who's doing crypto and they have mm-hmm. the site called CoinCheck and that's the one that I tried to sign up to and I mm-hmm. couldn't get through. Um and he's like, "Yeah, I I have CoinCheck for like getting money uh so I can have it in my account in Japan and then he has mm-hmm. others like Binance, um which is mm-hmm. better if you're not in the states to use Binance." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm from the States. I can use Coinbase. Got Coinbase, but mm-hmm. not a lot of coins. Tried to mm-hmm. sign up for Binance. Somehow doesn't work. I can't get past the email verification. They don't send me an email. So I'm like, oh, what? No. The fu- I was just like, I'm going around in circles, <laughs> roller coaster rides and everything with crypto. I'm getting frustrated. Learning mm-hmm. still, but I can't, I can't play. I can't do any of it right now. But Oh, wow. So that's, that's, that's the crypto thing. If y'all are interested in that, <laughs> don't follow me because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm doing old fashioned stocks. <laughs> yeah, which is good too. <laughs> what yeah. site are you using again for stocks? Uh, I have a Charles Schwab account. Mm-hmm. So, very kind of traditional stock company. And I have a friend that has like some, he does stocks. So, I just listen to whatever he says <laughs> and I buy right. whatever he suggests. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't want to think too. I just need, because I'm doing like, like you, long term investments. So, it's not right. like I'm trying to, get money by the end of the year you know what i'm saying i'm just like look i i gotta think about retirement because japan ain't about to cover my retirement no no japan ain't got enough money to cover their own people's retirement in like the next 20 years so yeah so there's that yeah all right well this is a good segue to go into the the meat of the show today mm-hmm. um so i had mentioned earlier to elise that i had asked people questions to ask me about being in japan for 10 plus years so my japan anniversary was in march and now mm-hmm. it's been officially 10 years now i'm riding on this 11th year mm-hmm. and i'm going to share some of the questions with elise so we're both going to answer it together so you ready for that yeah let's do okay. it all right, so first question is, what do you miss the most about the U.S., and have you ever considered moving back home? <gasps> Marijuana! <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Oh, really? Really? For okay. Some <laughs> I was a big hippie in high school and college, mm-hmm. so I 
smoked a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And so, you know, as I, but of course, back then it wasn't legal, right? Everything mm-hmm. was still very illegal. So when mm-hmm. I came here, it wasn't really a big deal, right? It wasn't legal nowhere. Of course, right. once we came here, two, three years later, mm-hmm. states start popping, popping up, making it legal. And now in D.C., they don't prosecute for shrooms. So I'm like, what the hell am I still doing in Japan? Honestly, <laughs> obviously not where I'm supposed to be. No, no, I'm just, yeah. I, I especially, I think when I compare it to like the drinking culture in Japan, yeah. which is fun when we first got here, right? Like mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. drink every day. No me ho die. Mm. I'm about to get crunk. Mm. And it was fun. Mm. But drinking, I feel like is just, it's not good for your body. Eh? Nope. <laughs> and you know, as you get older, it's easier to get hangovers, and the day after drinking sucks Ridiculous. now. Ridiculous. I don't know what happened after, like, 28, 29, but mm, can't do it. <laughs> I hate it. Um, And then it's just, like, Japan's culture with drinking is, like, it's, it's like, in America, the binge drinking culture, but they never grow out of it. So you right. can be in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s still drinking a lot and passing out in on public areas yeah like i heard a story from my friend where this guy who looked like he was in his 50s tumbled down an escalator and like was bleeding and knocked somebody down too because he was just belligerently drunk (laughs) yeah people would be drinking on trains and stuff especially in osaka i mean osaka is kind of ghetto like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like yeah it's just really unhealthy and the government doesn't really seem to be moving in a direct in any direction with marijuana here right mm-hmm. which is unfortunate so that's the one thing i miss about the states the most the only thing that they're uh going forward is cbd oil but yep. they're not doing cbd from flowers they're doing it from seeds and stems mm-hmm. so that's like the progression that we have now but i don't know if they'll ever get to flowers anytime soon I mean, I got my CBD from the UK. Okay. A lot of Japanese stores that sell it, import it Mm -hmm. from other countries. But still, it's like cops will try to pin you for that, too. But it's legal, so. Right. I was watching a recent episode of their little Japanese cop show, and the kid was like, oh, this is a CBD oil. And then they tried to, like, pan CBD oils as, like gray area not really legal but i was like y'all this is legal why are you treating this kid like he's done something illegal when cbd is legal like the whole tone of the show was like you shouldn't be trying this and like this is really dangerous we don't know what it's gonna do i was like man y'all get on my nerves (laughs) they they really do i cannot stand them is there anything else that you you miss back home i mean my friends and family Mm -hmm. and do you consider have you ever considered moving back hell yes oh yes it's absolutely Mm. in my plans (laughs) (laughs) absolutely moving back um right now we're currently saving up money to move to hawaii is the Mm -hmm. is the plan within the next few years so although i've heard this plan since 2017 16 i think hey first we had to decide where we was going now we're actually saving up money because i was not saving money (laughs) You in were 2017. <laughs> were you saving money in 2017? No, but I thought I was gonna lose my friend in 2018, and you, oh, you was no. still here. <laughs> no, 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 it was never gonna be like that quickly. But okay. now, yeah, we're we've started saving up for. We're gonna we're trying to figure out if we're gonna buy a small property for just the two of us first, mm-hmm. because my mom's not gonna be there for a few more years. And so she was like, "Yeah, if possible, you guys should go there first, mm-hmm. and then I'll." go after and we can get a bigger house yeah so we're thinking about getting like a tiny home 
that's already built. Okay. That's pretty cheap. Like we've seen a few houses that are like 75,000, 80,000. I'm glad like before, I guess around that time I was still very young and I didn't think like, oh, if you leave, then I have no one in Japan, but <laughs> I'm okay now. <laughs> you can I'm deal. Okay. I can deal now. And, and I'm happy because like I will visit you in Hawaii for sure. Um, I just need money. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> But I have uh, a plan for that. So, yeah, no, go for it. I'm excited to leave Japan, actually. Mm, it's it's about that I'm time just, we've outgrown Yeah, it. it's like, yeah, I've been here for, this is my 11th year. And it was, it's, it's been cool. It's, you know, it's been real. <laughs> <laughs> it's been what it is. Time to yeah. move on. Yeah, I'm just, I feel like I, there's nothing here for me to really grow into, you know? I got it. And you don't want to have kids and raise them here so no nah, i'm not it's not looking mm, I'm just... <laughs> nope i don't like what i see <laughs> i understand i guess for me what i miss the most is um the variety of food in supermarkets every time i go back mm. i'm just like oh, i love supermarkets here really yeah because i have a very sensitive stomach and now mm. that like when I, the last time i went which was in december of last year and i know i've seen it every year like things improving with varieties of food for people who have different diets mm -hmm. I was upset because I was like I I left the states thinking that it would be better for my stomach in Japan mm -hmm. but actually it's it's not good at all there's so much salt in food and things that I don't necessarily know what's in and I it's hard for me to just like always look things up I know I could have done that from the start but I just started a habit of like just not checking and then I'm like all right I just won't eat this anymore if this upsets me but like mm -hmm. in the states it's like okay everything's in English of course and then it's right. like there's there's a lot of restaurants now that are for vegan and vegetarians right. and people who have sensitive stomachs and it's just like oh man <laughs> <sighs> this is what I miss actually <laughs> the variety and the fact that I can finally like cook from my stomach so That's there's true. that yeah now my, I miss my boyfriend <laughs> he's, uh, he's in the states oh god <laughs> um and do i consider moving back i think i still have um a link here uh, mm -hmm. but i would consider living part-time in japan i wouldn't mm -hmm. live here all year it would be like going back and forth from la to here but if not if not uh part-time then i'll just go to los angeles or somewhere in california i, I don't know i mm -hmm. i it's something I consider, but it's not a hard, a hard thought right now. <laughs> right. And I'm always lost in like, what do I do in the future? So. I mean, yeah, things change though. You never know. All the time. Yeah. All the time. All right. Let's go to the next question. Uh, what other areas of Japan would you want to try living in if you haven't already? So let's say it's not your 11th year and you decide like, oh, I would like to try somewhere else in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've always wanted to live in Okinawa. Okay. I mean, it's like Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, like, my my mood is sunshine, yes. oceans, you know? Right. <laughs> That's my vibe. So I, and I visited Okinawa twice. Mm. And I loved it both times. I absolutely love being in Okinawa. I love driving around. I love doing absolutely nothing in Okinawa. <laughs> and, but of course, I, I think in your first few years in Japan, being somewhere so isolated like Okinawa... Mm -hmm. It would be a bit rough. I don't see uh -uh. there being a big nightlife really in Okinawa, other than going to an izakaya, right? Mm -hmm. Probably. Like, at least in Osaka, we have a few decent clubs, and you can get to like nice events with like you know 
good DJs or musicians. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think after I calmed down a bit, getting a little seaside home in Okinawa, sitting through a few crazy typhoons would be pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I'm actually hoping that I can visit Okinawa soon. Mm -hmm. I still still haven't uh, gone, but... um... Yeah, it would be really nice to just be in a warmer climate. And that's why I consider California because mm. uh, it's still on the mainland and I could still be close to like the beach side. And but not you're from be... New York. You're supposed to like winter. Who? You New oh, York. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from New York. Yes, but my family <laughs> is Caribbean. We're West Indian. I went there many times as a kid. I'm born in the summer. I like warm weather. I hate cold. <laughs> um, I think, you know, people who like live, especially in New York City, mm-hmm. have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Because, like, it's it's really hard living in New York, even in the other boroughs other than Manhattan. Like, Manhattan is really f- for rich people. But living mm. in other boroughs and just surviving, it's it's like, oh, New York is the best, the best or the greatest city in the world. But, like, you're living in shit and dirt. <laughs> but like, it fucking sucks. <laughs> and it's cold, really, really cold for uh, most of the year. You have all these New Yorkers coming after us. Why you do care. this? It's like, it's like, oh, you from upstate. That's why you talking shit about New York. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I hate it. I didn't like living in the city. Uh, my hometown is not the greatest either to live in winter. So I'm mm. good. I just I, I don't it. have a I don't have a connection to live there anymore. Visiting is fine. Living is a no. So I feel more comfortable living in a warmer place. Los Angeles itself, though, is mm, just it needs help. <laughs> it, it has its own problems. Its own it does, especially the homeless problems. I just wish it did better because oh, it could. Yeah, it has so true. much potential to be great. Hawaii has a big homeless problem too, but that's God because damn. you know rich people and. Displacing Native Hawaiians and white yeah. people. White people. Yep. <laughs> I would say the same about no, Los Angeles. <laughs> it's shit. So yeah, no, I I would try to live there. Um, maybe. But it just depends. And also because like I'm trying to do more freelance stuff. Like I technically am still. Um, mm. I just want to make sure I do things that I could do remotely so I don't have to be bound to a location ever mm. again. Right. Amen. That's the life, man. I think more more companies will be open to it for sure moving forward. Yeah, I noticed though for me, especially trying to work in like U.S. companies or non-Japanese companies, that mm. they want you on the same time zone. So it's been a bit uh, difficult for me to find things that I want to do um, mm-hmm. remotely. That was that's my troubles right now. Time zones. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, great, but like you don't, we can't contact you when we want to. <laughs> You're gonna <Right>. be asleep. <laughs> Okay, next question. Have you found it challenging keeping up with family back home? No, nah, I've been I've been doing it for 10 years, so it's really easy. <laughs> what like forms of communication do you use? Uh, when I first got here, we were using Skype. Skype was Same. a thing, so Same. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to my mom every weekend for the last 10 years. Yeah, you you do it every week. I don't every, know how you do it. <laughs> every weekend I call her up, started on Skype, moved to Google Google Hangouts. Yeah. And then now we use Facebook Messenger just because mm-hmm. that seems to have the best connection. That's and good. I it, I feel like keeping in touch now is so easy. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. almost no reason not to unless you don't want to. Right. Or are you just stubborn? <laughs> Is that, isn't that the same as not wanting to? Yes, yes. <laughs> I just wanted to add that. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, like, if you're a person that, you know, you miss your family really easily, once you move to Japan has a very stable internet, cell phone setup, so video calls are going to be great, as long as your family remembers can remember the time difference. Mm. Because my dad still can't. That's my dad, too. <laughs> he still calls me at 4 a.m. talking about some, what you doing? I'm asleep, uh, man. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have a phone. Use the clock. Like, right. there's a world clock on there. <laughs> Maybe that's the biggest problem with keeping in touch, making sure family members can use the world clock. This is true. I would say I have found it a bit challenging uh, in the later years and because of a certain parental that I had yeah. mentioned already just now who's stubborn and <laughs> haven't really talked to them for months now because of some other petty stuff. So there's oh, that. Lord. But the rest of my family, like my close cousin, I'm cl- mm-hmm. I mean, my cousin that I'm close to, my brother, my aunt, like no problem. Uh, we don't necessarily talk on the phone that much or video, but we mm-hmm. do chat here and there and keep up with each other via social media as well. So I feel like it's, like you said, not that hard now that we have all these outlets and I use WhatsApp for mm. my family because they have that. And I, but I, I was like you, I use Skype and then I use Facebook Messenger and then I started using WhatsApp. It's pretty easy to do from Japan at least. Yes, yes. I think it would be harder elsewhere. Or if we were in, like, the Inakas, the countryside. Uh, I mean, Japan has so, internet everywhere, though. Yeah, you're right. I just, I don't know how strong it is in certain areas. It's fine. I lived in Mie. It's fine. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the internet works. All right, let's see. What's something you never expected to enjoy about living out here? And then the second part is something that was... An ex- expectation, but fell through. Something I didn't expect to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't have any, that's the thing, I didn't have any expectations when I went to mm. Japan because it was okay. kind of a whim, mm-hmm. a cha- on a chance. I wasn't planning on moving to Japan when we talked about getting, when me and Shota talked about getting married. My plan right. was to go to California. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> I wanted to become an animator. Right. So when, I made the switch to, okay, now I'm going to come to Japan. All I was like thinking about was like, I need to pay my loans in six months. So I need a job. (laughs) Right. Right. I think I expected to like teaching more, but I don't. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) So that fell through. (laughs) Right. Like the idea, like, I guess what I read about teaching online, people made it see sound really easy and fun. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. you just, you know, you repeat some words and it's great. No. Right, right. Some, you when you get them badass kids, oh my god, and <laughs> no, you can't you can't yell at them because oh you can't be scary because then they won't want to come to the class and you fuck them kids, okay? <laughs> fuck them badass kids. They don't need to come to class. They're not learning English anyway. <laughs> You're right. They don't care. They're not gonna remember. They have to go to like international school for that or like whatever. I don't know. Just they don't care. <laughs> yeah. I think I didn't expect too much. I did decide to come here because I wanted to learn the language. So um, there was that. Uh, But I think I didn't expect to have so many friends that are black here. (laughs) True. Very good point. (laughs) Did not expect that. And then, of course, I didn't expect me to myself to start like a whole group called Black Creative Japan and then help. Black Lives Matter. Like I didn't expect just, any of that. I'll like, drop anything, that in there real quick. <laughs> not nothing black focused. I thought I was gonna have a few black friends and mostly mm. Japanese, which started that way. But then once I moved to the 
downtown area of Osaka and wanted to do more <clears throat> more in the the foreign community. I lost a lot of my Japanese friends to moving. So, you know, they went to Tokyo or, or abroad, mm-hmm. um, like the good friends. So it was just like, oh, okay, um, my Japanese actually isn't as good as I was hoping so after 10 years. But mm-hmm. not to say that it's bad. It's just that it's not where I, I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And things, I guess, fell through. Yeah, is my Japanese. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The black community in Japan was a surprise. Like we very out much here, so. we're there's a lot yeah. of us. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of us are very nerdy out here, yeah. which is nice because in my area, even though I grew up in a mostly black area, um, just back then, black, being black and nerdy was not so much a thing. I mean, it's a major thing now. This is the bling. This was back in the bling bling hip hop era with Puff mm-hmm. Di- Puff Diddy. Is that his name? Puff Diddy. I it's don't know. P that Diddy. Name. Okay, Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that nigga's name no more. Um, yeah, like, but back then, everybody wanted to be really cool. Everybody wanted to be, you know, bling-blinged up, and we had the velour pants and the blinky... Video vixens. Know. Yeah, like, that was what was cool and popular. So us being into, like, you know, because we were into anime and shit back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had... I remember this dude in 12th grade who had a crush on my sister, I think. <laughs> so he used to <laughs> hang out with me to try to hang out with my sister. Oh my god! And he brought over his modded PlayStation so we could play Dragon Ball, some <laughs> Dragon Ball video game. I think it was like a Dragon Ball Z game on PlayStation, man. Wow! Like that's when you had to import a Japanese PlayStation, <laughs> and Nerds. then or like you had to like mod it so that like it wouldn't close all the like we went through so much fucking work to play nerdy shit back then, man. And yes, it's nice to just meet these kind of nerds because we're all around the same age yeah yeah um in japan and we can talk about all this like old nerdy shit and mm-hmm. then we also get to meet new nerds that are you know just coming to japan and it's great yeah like every time i talk to the she's like you know what like because she came like what three years ago and mm. you know we're seasoned in but she was like i was really <laughs> happy because like all y'all are like really nerdy and then like this whole group of friends we have are very attractive i was like yeah, yeah <laughs> we're good looking nerds like i've always been like that <laughs> so this is really funny like when i take photos or when whenever um i have a birthday beach party and we we get a photo taken i'm just like yo all of us are really good looking (laughs) (laughs) right i love it i love it um yeah so how have you managed to stay in one place for a decade and yeah that person who asked this question says they never been able to live in one place for like five years homie money Mm. moving is expensive it costs thousands and thousands of dollars to move in japan you got key money you got you got to pay like your insurance fees something what's the other thing is key money and mouth deposit key money deposit insurance it's the Uh, shikiking and naking naking is like the key money and then your shikiking is what and the real estate fee? I mean, I didn't pay my real estate fee last time because okay. I was like, no. Or if you use a truck, you have to pay for the moving truck? Moving, move, oh, my, yeah. I haggled my way through that. Ooh, because it was a charge me $800. And I was like, no, I don't have that, but I can no. pay you 400 Right. <laughs> and they took it. I was like, see, <laughs> y'all need to stop. So in total, how many times have you moved in within Japan? Three times. Three times. From Mie to Osaka, and then twice, then once in Osaka. Yeah, so I was uh, in North 
Osaka to another place in North Osaka, then to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I lived in three places as well. And yeah, the first time I moved, it wasn't that expensive because it was within the town, the same town. So I didn't have okay. to get a truck. I just had to pay. But it was still like $2,000, to be honest. <laughs> and then the second time I moved, it was still around the same amount, $2,000. But I was still able to get like something cheaper. So it just ended up being the same, including the truck that I got. But I was just like, damn, no way do I really want to move like that again. Although I do want to move from where I am now in the next few years. Mm -hmm. If I was to stay in Japan still, I don't want to be in this place. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know. I guess if if you have a suitcase in Japan, like if you're just living off of very few things, it's really Mm -hmm. easy to move. Because you can just put your stuff on a train and go. But if you're like Mm -hmm. living, Mm -hmm. like you buy furniture, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then no. You're not going to be moving that much. It's the same as if you were in the States and you had like a house. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, man. No one wants to do I that. Can't, I can't imagine, especially when you got a family too, man. That, that's you moving people and I can't see how you move so often. <laughs> so I don't know if this person meant like within the country or in different countries, like staying in one country for a decade, but mm. it's still the same. It is. It costs a lot to move between countries as well so yes we gotta save up for we gotta save thousands of dollars to do that it always um really surprises me when i see someone who's been here for like maybe four years or so and then like just up and leave or even longer and then just up and leave like really quickly and Mm. i noticed that some of these people do get help which is cool Mm. but the ones that just up and leave i'm still like wow i can't just up and leave and no, no way do i want help from my family (laughs) financially like that it's just a thing that i have which is Mm -hmm. fine i know they can help but it's just like i I wouldn't want to put that on them right but if i had to leave i know that i can but it's Mm -hmm. just like that's just a lot of work i can't i can't be moving that quickly i gotta figure out what to do with my refrigerator with my oven (laughs) like i got so closing accounts oh oh, my gosh the worst what to do about my visa because you know you want to keep it if you move to hawaii Mm. I mean, it would be nice to keep it in case I decided to come back and like, or if I have to do like work in Japan. But the thing about keeping it is then I have to keep paying taxes, I think, like yes. city tax or something. Oh. And I'm just like, mm, I don't want to do that, though. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's something to think about. Right. Um. All right. Next question. Okay, let's, this one. They're going to be like two 10 years uh, type questions. So where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Uh, do you think there'll be 20 year anniversary? Why or why not? Which we kind of answered, but yeah. What was the first part again? Where do you see yourself in 10 years oh, from now? Okay, in Hawaii, mm-hmm. on a, doing homesteading, growing my mm-hmm. own fruits and vegetables, maybe nice. growing some coffee beans, taking mm. care of my mom, mm-hmm. uh, maybe have a few kids, teaching them Hawaiian and Japanese and English. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> occasionally visiting Japan. Uh, I would like to keep doing my freelance translation stuff and working with musicians if possible, mm-hmm. which I recently got a chance to do. So I would really like to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's about definitely won't. I don't think I'll be in the same house or in the same base 10 mm-hmm. years from now. Sounds good. I think. uh, uh I don't think I would be living in 
Japan full time. Like I said, I just don't、mm-hmm. know where I will live after. And I will definitely be doing freelance stuff,、uh, continuously still doing multiple jobs because I can't do just one.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think I'll be、um, doing more photography and、cool. eventually do more voiceover work. Cool. And yeah, and traveling because that's what I want to do for sure is seeing more of the world post COVID, whenever that is. <laughs> Whenever we get to that point, yes. So I don't think there'll be a 20 year anniversary in Japan、no. as a full timer living in Japan. It will be like, hey, I've been connected to Japan for 20 years. Right. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Cool. Next one is another 10 year、uh, type of question. How do、mm-hmm. you view Japan now compared to 10 years ago, or how you used to view it? Versus living now, very negatively is the,、oh. is the overarching, and it's not like, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way either because I got negative opinions about America too, yo. Like,、mm-hmm. I ain't met a perfect country yet. I don't think it exists because、no. humans are trash in general. But, <laughs>、um, yeah, I definitely, I assume that Japan would just be really easy to live in and really fun to live in all the time. I guess.、Mm-hmm. And I think it can still be that way if you don't speak any of the language. You will、yeah. have a great time. Yes. Because you don't have to listen to all the bullshit.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But once you do speak the language and you just hear some of the things that people decide they want to say to your face or right behind you because they think you don't speak Japanese, or you hear some of the opinions of politicians, they can be very racist. And you got to be like, do I really want to keep paying? Tax money to these motherfuckers that don't even、right. think they owe me like common decency, you know? But it's just like, but in the States, it's very racist as well. So, can't. Yeah, but at least they're upfront about、choose. it, you know? <laughs> I feel right, like they're,、right. just, they're just, they're like Fox News racist. It's like everybody knows you're racist. Here, they're like, oh, it's not racist. It's just they don't know. And then,、yeah. and then out of the same mouth, they'll start talking shit about like Chinese or Korean people. And I'm like, What <laughs> are you talking? How can you be so disconnected from the meaning of words? Right. <laughs> it boggles the mind. It, it does boggle the mind. I guess for me, too, is similar.、Um, there is more negativity, but <sighs> I don't know. I just I have more negativity towards the US. I just、mm-hmm. I learned a lot more about the US being abroad. Mm. And how people view the US.、Um, but then I also learned more about Japan and their racist or xenophobic ways. And also just how they treat certain、uh, marginalized people, especially like、mm. single mothers. And like,、mm. I feel for my friend is a single mother and just going through、Shota's、all of it. Sister. Single mother. Shota's sister is just like, I don't, I cannot. And these programs that they have for them makes it impossible to get out of. They like just disrespect y'all, like outright. It's like, oh, I guess we got to do something because of humanitarian shit. But like, yeah, they kind of、um, treat it like it's their fault that they、mm-hmm. don't have support. And it's like, We don't need your judgment. We need you to just be the government and like give and out resources. You know, so many different ways you could be a single mother. Somebody could have died in the family,、right. and just now you're a single mother. But because like you're a single mother, it doesn't matter how you became a single mother. You're the same. It doesn't matter. And it, it shouldn't matter either way.、Mm-hmm. But like they just group you all together 
group them together and just like treat you like shit. And then they don't give enough money for the support. Cause it's like, how are you just going to give me only $800 to feed myself and my child pay for rent, go to school. I have to pay to go to school. Mm-hmm. Only school $800. Japan has the most, the most expensive education system, like in mm-hmm. the world, I believe it's like ridiculous. So dumb. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. It is more. It's more negative. Just you, you do see more when you live somewhere for a while. Yeah. Um, and that's inevitable, no matter where you go. I think if you decide to live somewhere, eventually you'll become, you know, invested in helping change it, right? And making True. it better, hopefully. So it's like I know a lot of us. This is why I don't complain too much about Japan online anymore. Is because mm-hmm. like we have legit valid. Um, critiques about the country we've spent a whole decade plus in but because weebs who have never been to japan or have only been in japan for like a year or two see this tweet they're like you should just leave why would you do you're a guest in this country wait what tweet is this hold up i missed this whole situation listen no it's just i'm just generalizing that this is what happens uh other people get these things i've People have, you know, talked about this on TikTok. I've talked to other people about this. I've seen tweets from other people. And um, I usually ignore these type of people. I usually mute them. Anytime I have complained about people, uh, about Japan and people like comment, mm-hmm. other people comment. And then I mute that original person because okay. like I don't, I don't need that negativity in my life. I was like, you know what? Like, great. I said a thing and there's people who you know, who aren't like this, who aren't fucking supremacists too, because there's a lot of white supremacists in Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, cool, yeah. Um, Makes you wonder why they decided to leave their country, honestly, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, there, there's articles about that too. I, I can't really summarize, but it's just like, that boggles my mind. Um, but what what was my point? <laughs> uh, I think it was, just, you know, your image of Japan has become more right. negative. Right. I think it's it's just, it's okay to like be an active foreign citizen, resident, whatever, sorry, resident, and still critique it because you want the best for where you live in. I don't understand people who are like, you should just leave. Like, it's not that easy. Can you do that? Can you leave where you're, you're at right now? So it's just, I, I, that's why I don't complain that much anymore. Online. <laughs> I will complain to my roommates. <laughs> All right. Next question. What advice would you give to yourself when arriving in Japan that you now know 10 years later? Wow. Advice. Advice. Maybe I would have told myself to maybe actually invest in like buying property instead of renting the whole time. Mm. Because now I've wasted 10 years worth of rent. And the first five years, I paid almost like $1,000 a month. And I'm like, man. That's I crazy. Just yeah. Put all of that toward actually owning something. Oops. <laughs> but also, I didn't plan on being here for ten years, so it's kind of like yeah, difficult. That's what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that would be yeah to think more about the future and how to build, uh, you know, my own. How do you say not wealth, but um, I just didn't think much about anything other than like making enough money for that time that yeah specific point in time in history instead right. of how i was gonna you know build up money for the future mm-hmm. i just wish i had that same same i mean for sure with any of the financial things because i did have a uh, really according to japan high paying job for two years <laughs> that i could have mm-hmm. saved more for uh mm-hmm. the future 
Uh, especially now that like I'm not doing full-time work because I can't handle it anymore. It's just mm-hmm. not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another thing for me, uh, which is something that, you know, you have the skill of is speaking Japanese, speaking and reading and writing in Japanese. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like I, the way I went about studying it um, and trying not to spend a lot of money like for like schools, lessons, whatever, because I think I needed that more so, especially private mm-hmm. teaching. I think I should have, I should have, done a little bit better because um where i'm at my level in speaking especially is poor is for me like Mm -hmm. i i i know like i'm super critical because it's myself Mm -hmm. but like i just still don't have that confidence and uh speaking is just very like (laughs) still other than like (laughs) like you got a bad connection exactly other than like saying really quick zingers here and there like like even though i don't say that i just say quick short sentences well Mm -hmm. so people like japanese people think like oh you speak japanese very well but like if i'm trying to describe something that's a little bit more complicated Mm -hmm. i just get lost in my head and i don't know how to say it well and somehow you know sometimes people understand me like our friend uh that we worked with with the mount hiezan she understands me um <laughs> and she's like you could you could and i'm like okay Aww. thank you I will, <laughs> I will do my best to speak slower but i usually just get frustrated still and then like continue and then she's like oh you mean to say this i'm like yes <laughs> i'm just like this is 10 years and i'm still having this issue but also but- you need those kind of people right those kind of yes. native speakers that will take the time to let you Yes. Figure out what you want to say, because a lot of Japanese people will either be don't. like mm-hmm. trying to speak English to you or I don't know. They just don't give you the time. Yeah, this is true. I've had a lot of experiences with Japanese people who don't give me the time or who just speak to me in English. So it was just, I guess, for me, in retrospect, I think I feel like I should have tried harder to find the people like uh, Yusan. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, yeah, you can't. It's just, yeah, it's a look, a luck of the draw kind of thing. Because I was really tired. Like, I honestly was tired of the Teishoku Kaiwa. Like, just the same <laughs> Teishoku type of... Kaiwa. Have you not heard that term? I've never heard that before. That's hilarious. I but you understand it. it just by, like, that exactly. term, right? Yes, yes, yes. Every time you meet a new Japanese person, it's just, like, these canned conversations that are the same with every person you interact with. It's like, y'all don't know each other, but y'all somehow know how to ask the same questions. If it's not exactly the same, it's very similar. And I'm just like, I know how to answer that. So I can speak that. That type of Japanese, that Teishoku Kaiwa, I can do. I've mastered that. Anything beyond that, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, man. There's Oh, you can like, you can guess everything they're going to say. So you already know what you need to say. You know everything they're going to say. Exactly. That's why it's easy for me to speak like that. But anything further? Nope. <laughs> Hesitation. So that's the advice I'd give myself is just try to get do a little bit better with Japanese um, communicating verbally, just not only listening, because I did a lot of listening. So my listening is good and reading Mm -hmm. is decent, Mm -hmm. um, but that's it. Mm, Whatever. (laughs) I can still the thing is, I can still improve in my speaking. So I'm not that hurt about it. (laughs) (laughs) There's always time. I have been doing lessons again and, and trying to interact with Japanese speakers that are cool, like Dusan, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like because, of course, because we're in a, a pandemic, I can't really meet Japanese people and that's fine. Right. But um, as long as I have that lesson and her, I think I can, it's a step in the right direction for yeah, the future. For sure. For sure. Because I do want more Japanese clients for photography. Yeah. So I think. And social media. Can do it. I believe it. Thank you, Dia. <laughs> and it would be great to have as a skill to like, if I have like certification and then I go back to the States, be like, I can interact. You have Japanese clients. I can interact with Japanese people for you. So just give me this, this, this contract, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. And yeah. it's more of a lighter question. Do you have any favorite celebrities or animes that you recommend to listen to or watch uh, these days? Just in general? Uh, anything Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite anime of all time, I've decided very recently, is One Piece. Because mm. the reason why it's the best okay. anime ever. Oh, God. It has characters that are not all one shade of pink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like so many anime does these days. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of One Piece is that you cannot judge a person by what their profession is or where they come from, right? The main characters are pirates. Mm -hmm. Everyone assumes that pirates are supposed to be bad. Mm. But when you see the way the main characters behave, it's obvious that they're not evil. They're not bad. Mm. And then, Mm. of course, in the series, the good guys, supposedly, are the Marines. Mm. But then you meet Marines that are fucking terrible people. Mm. So I think One Piece does a really good job of laying out the grays in people Mm. showing Mm -hmm. that it's not all black and white and it's probably one of the best things japan has ever made everything after that is just kind of like goes back to like pretty generic you know good and evil gotta destroy the bad guy kind of stuff which Mm -hmm. is fine it's entertaining for a season doesn't need to go on for more than a season (laughs) in most cases right i think one piece really it lays it's our world in a fantasy setup, because yeah. they'll go to islands that are, that's Italy. That island yeah, is Italy. Clearly. Or this <laughs> island is supposed to be Native American people. Mm. Like, you can tell that it's pulling from our world, and it's pulling the same lessons that would apply in our world. That's good. And I think it's a really well-written, well-performed, the voice act. I don't know about English. Do not ask me about <laughs> English. I'm assuming it's terrible. But the Japanese voice performances are amazing okay all and right so good so good okay um are there still go they still have new chapters going yeah i don't think it's finished yet i haven't i stopped buying the the manga around the 76 book Jeez. <laughs> i have up to 70 something um but i'm watching i'm rewatching because i know most of the story but i'm watching it with shota now so reaffirming okay. my love for the series we are on season 10 Jeez. out of 30 Jeez. <laughs> But we're a third of the way through. It only took like a month and a half, two months. Uh, well, I mean, if you're consistent, yes, you can finish it <laughs> quick. I tried to watch One Piece um, maybe in 2007. Okay. No, sorry. Was that in English? Two- sorry, 2009 or 10. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was in English. How was that? Um, <laughs> I don't remember, but I think, I think I was like, you know what? This is, this seems fun, but like, 
this is a lot. And, you know, it was 2010 and it was a lot then and then it's still going on. So it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's really like it takes a while to get into. Mm-hmm. It takes until like until they get a few of the members of the pirate crew before you really get into the characters. But like once you hit Nami's story and you cry and then you hit like what's the other one that I almost cried on? I almost cried a lot in One Piece. Like, yo, they they know how to do emotions. Mm. so good well um maybe one day i'll get into it because i see your enthusiasm to it and i usually um (laughs) what i'm trying to say i respect your opinion about shows and movies Mm -hmm. so i tend to like yeah try something because you like it but because Mm -hmm. of one piece being so long and i tried before you even before i even met you i i already like pushed it aside it's like oh that's cool you like it i don't (laughs) yeah i feel like the english probably wasn't very good because i'd have to try again it had a lot of issues because they were trying to market it towards kids so they changed a lot in a bunch of the earlier episodes Mm. so i don't know maybe they stopped doing that now but it's definitely much better to just watch the original japanese because the stories are probably intact for one yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and so they keep a lot of the themes and the themes are not it's not a children's show necessarily but kids and parents can watch it very easily yeah that's good um so i will i will try again in japanese i do tend to like animes more um in japanese i like the voiceover acting for anime in japanese more so than english now yeah um like i watched b stars and although i didn't finish whatever was on netflix i was like i really like um the main character's voice Mm. so there's that um (laughs) although i'm not necessarily (laughs) i'm not gonna say i'm not really recommending b stars Mm, I was gonna recommend uh, Pretenders, the great great pretender. Oh, did you finish that? I did. I enjoyed it. Both seasons. Yes. Oh, I didn't finish the second season. I'm somewhere <gasps> in there. Um, I mean, I, I I liked I liked most of it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I enjoy. It just it just is the same, right? <laughs> like they're just different heists in different places. So. Yes, but so the second season is just one main heist and it, it gives more background of like each character but and they, why. What, they started in France in the second season. Um, yes, um, and they stayed in France. No, I then think. they went to England, right? No, 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 sorry, sorry. No, second season is one. Huh? Huh? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm confused. <laughs> I, I'm confusing you. I'm sorry. But like, no, basically throughout the rest of the season, because mm-hmm. like in season one, you have different, they say cases, right? Right, right. In season two, it's just one case. But yes, they're all over the world. But then they start like with the painting in season two, because that's right. where I w- watched up until. So it's just like they're they're now like tying in together why all these people know each other. And yeah, then yeah. like you understand the kid's father and how he gets involved and shit like that. So that's why I like really enjoyed the whole anime that I saw because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, OK, cool. And I'm trying to figure out. That's the thing. I was like, I'm trying to figure this out before it ends. And I'm like, I can't figure it out. No. And then just more like mystery. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. Damn. I didn't figure that out. Damn. I was wrong. <laughs> no. So I, I, that's why I say I, I liked it. And um, I like the art. I've been yelling at their Twitter account to put out an art book. <laughs> you and yelling at any creator to put out an art book or saying, I, just, I would buy this. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell them how to get money from me. That's all. <laughs> it's like, I will pay for this. I 
would. And I liked the uh, the voice acting for that too. It was good. And the music. Music was fantastic. Yes. The animation was beautiful. Ah. Yes. That studio, yes. Studio Wit. Oh, so good. I don't know so much about studios, but okay. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> nerd alert. Nerd alert. Like, you know, I'm surface level nerd for like everything, but I, I really do appreciate you and other friends who know details about other things <laughs> like anime studios and shit. Man, these studios be putting their whole buttholes into it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this does also <laughs> lead into the next. It's not a question. I just thought about it. what was your. This is like a review. Opinion of Yasuke. Oh Lord. <laughs> Y'all trying to get me canceled by all the black nerds. No. Do it. Do it anyway. It, they, you, creators need to hear this shit. Like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I stopped at episode four. Okay, you didn't finish? Okay. I didn't finish because I just wasn't compelled to. It wasn't giving me binge vibes. You know, it wasn't stringing me along, making me think I'd really need to see how this ends. I know how it's going <laughs> to end. Um, the animation's beautiful. Yes. I really like the color they use. I like how they colored Yasuke. They left his hands lighter than his skin. Good, yes. These kind of details were very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wish they'd stuck to a more historically accurate story just because I would have been personally interested in hearing as much historical information about Yasuke yeah. as possible. When I saw the fucking uh, mechs in episode yeah. one, I yeah. was like, oh. I'm over it. Okay. That's I'm cool. confused. <laughs> like I just, I just, ah, I wanted ah, what I wanted is just different from what other people wanted. I hear, I heard a lot of people really enjoy it, so it's just not what I look for in anime. So I think a lot of people know. felt like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I didn't know what to expect. I think I don't remember the trailer, and that's probably I why it. I definitely shared it. And me you and did. You- I saw it, but I don't remember it. it. I didn't (laughs) remember seeing any magic. Like, I just... Oh, there was. (laughs) I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Don't remember the trailer. But uh, first night trying to watch episode one, I fell asleep. Ooh, damn. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was also just very tired, but it didn't keep me up. You know, like when you get sleepy and then you see something cool, you like want to stay up for it. That didn't do that. Second time, I watched it through, though, all six episodes, because I was doing our friend's hair. Mm-hmm. So You were stuck. <laughs> I was stuck, but also, like, just wa- having all three of us, me, Nishay, and Chris, watching this while I'm doing Chris's hair, we're like, what's going on? What the hell? Why? Why are they complaining about this guy being black when there's fucking mechs and, <laughs> and right. fucking magic? Like, black oh samurai. It's like, say black samurai one more time, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't like having to hear black samurai. 50 billion level thousand times. I was just, I get it. I get it. He's black. I got it. Message received. Did you watch it in English first? Because that's, I heard that was the original. I actually, I put it, I watched the first episode in Japanese. Okay. Just to see if they were, because I left the subtitles in English because I wanted to see if they kept the words the same more or less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The translation gets a pretty um, ambiguous in some Japanese portions Mm. like where in English it's very more confrontational in Japanese it just kind of goes off in generic anime Japanese where it's just not very interesting which is a a comment I heard from a Japanese Twitter person that was like oh yeah I watched it the Japanese was kind of boring and weird Mm. but because and then because Japanese isn't the original language so I get it yeah Uh, yeah I watched it in English a little bit but the Mm. little girl's voice was grinding my gears (laughs) so I turned it off (laughs) 
So when um, I heard that Lakeith was going to voice, I mean, at first I got confused. I thought it was Lakeith was going to be Yasuke in a live action. I was just like, no, I don't think he should be in it. And then when I realized (laughs) that it was just anime, I was just like, I still disagree. I still don't think Lakeith's voice matches that drawing. Like, I just feel like it should. Yeah, I I see it. I get it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like his voice should have been deeper. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty deep. I don't know. Uh, I get it. I don't know. Is this also when I meant when I see or when I think of Lakeith, I think of just quirky. I don't even so know he... who this man is. Who is this man? <laughs> <laughs> who is whose man is this? Lakeith was in Atlanta. He was a weird friend in Atlanta. Oh, no, he was I also didn't... in Get Out. He was the guy that was trapped uh, when with the hat and he shook his hand. The black guy that was Ooh, trapped. Don't remember that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I fell asleep on Get Out too. So well, but he, I think the where where he started getting popular was from Atlanta. Yeah, I stopped at like episode two of Atlanta, so I need to get back on that. Oh, Lord. He's just very quirky, and he's also a very quirky person in general. So I feel like when he does roles that are outside of quirkiness, it just mm-hmm. seems forced. Um, oh. In anime and animation, you kind of like can hide that, <clears throat> especially with the the movements. So mm-hmm. it, it didn't seem too off when I heard his voice. I just feel like, I don't know, for that character, I could have imagined a different voice. You know what was cool about the Japanese version? Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. a the black dude yes to do his voice and I was like that's I really I really appreciate that because they could have gotten any dude. yeah we were on Bada Bada together mm-hmm. so I don't remember his first name <laughs> <laughs> but he's a really cool dude and I thought that was it was really cool that they got a black Japanese person yes. to do it instead of just going As for whatever should. you know yes. Japanese voice actor they wanted I'm happy about that and I, that's why I was like I'm gonna rewatch it in Japanese maybe but after like watching all episodes in English I'm like do I really need to revisit this story no, because it's just no, like I, I was lost all of <laughs> like you stopped at episode 4 I was lost until episode five came, I'm like, okay, this is what they're trying to do. Okay, um, but it's, still, the why? pacing is terrible. The story has so many parts and pieces. It's m- missing it's, a lot. It's very patchworky. I yeah. feel like it's yeah. like it's like okay, but look at these historical battles that are historically accurate. No. But then we have this witch that's in a castle on a mountain somewhere, and I'm like, what mountain is this? Like, how did nobody see this ugly ass castle? <laughs> So do you mind do do you mind if I give you a spoiler? Uh, maybe not. I'm gonna finish. Okay, you're gonna finish. I'm gonna all right. Finish it. All right. All right. All right. It's um, on my list. It's only when you finish episodes. it. Please get back to me. Uh, go, go in the Discord, our Discord about anime, and like let's talk about it because I really want your opinion about a certain death. That's okay. all I'm gonna okay. say because <laughs> I felt it was so unnecessary. Okay. And when when you know when you see it, you'll be like, yes, this was unnecessary. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe if you told me i'd be like i don't need to watch this shit no more so let's hold out yeah okay no that's fine i, I won't do the spoiler but yeah so i i was saying um on twitter to somebody because like oh, i don't think i'm gonna watch it i think also michelle said she wasn't gonna watch it i was like no watch it critique it publicly and then hopefully some one of the creators or somebody will be like yeah we need to do better i just like the more people say something like hopefully you can only hope, but the, right. that now that they see that people are like, oh, we're interested. We want to see it. It's for the culture. Right. Right. Just like, let's not, let's not like not, not see it. Story. 
Right. Let's not not see it. So like, there's no views, and then these producers like, well, nobody watches like black leads, so we're not right. gonna make this stuff. Anymore. Like, no, right. watch it. People are interested. Critique it um, in a way that's not just bashing. Because like, I understand people are like, oh, I don't like it. Stupid. Right. I fell asleep. Like that's that to me. It's like that's not really constructive. I just right. feel like you know, talk about what you views, like, what you didn't like. Right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Like I enjoyed some of it um, to sense like I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the art. Mm-hmm. Um, I would buy but, that art book. <laughs> yes. I saw that tweet. <laughs> buy that art book. Sure. But everything else could be better. And that that's where I'll stop yeah. at. It would be, I would, I would just like, I think I just like his, I love period pieces anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't see. I feel like adding magic and robots was unnecessary because it that was. period of history in Japan is super fucking interesting, right? And exciting, and a lot of political. In- it's like Game of Thrones, but that shit actually happened, man. Right? Like, there's so much. That's why the Japanese people love talking about that period of history. Right? It's so interesting. Right. So it's like I feel like they could have done a lot of better with the story of Yasuke, even though we don't know much, like any historical, you know papers aren't on him or they don't know much it's just like you could have gone a little bit better than just the typical magic and mechs right so anyway maybe they just wanted to draw robots though <laughs> you're right you're right but that was our rant for <laughs> our podcast um but uh i guess segue to um what i was gonna mention mm-hmm. at the end of this podcast is that i will i hope that i can try to start a new podcast about nerd shit and it won't just be focused on Japan. Of course, there will be a lot of Japanese influences um, because we live here. Mm-hmm. But it will it will be about like all kinds of topics that me, you, other friends nerd out about. So I think it will be very interesting. And uh, we hope to have you on the show as well. That's and... funny because I have a podcast with my friends back home about nerd shit. But we don't okay. share it with anybody, so... <laughs> we just record episodes and we listen to it and we're like that was a pretty good conversation maybe we'll put it on the internet one day you don't even put it up okay (laughs) but it's recorded we have the recordings so you need to tell me you listen to it you don't even like listen to your own i didn't listen to it my friends listen to it i still don't listen to it but i was moderating a conversation that's hilarious okay well one day hopefully (laughs) Somebody will post it. I'm okay. Give it to me. Let me be the producer. No. <laughs> Got to push somebody, but I understand. We're all shy nerds. You are, but you're, you're doing things that people see still, so you don't have to share everything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be on your podcast, your new podcast. Thanks for that. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I know we go in, and I think, because Nishé is going to be the co-host, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how she'd be going in about nerd facts. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be the one moderating mostly because I'd be like, here's the surface level. And then y'all just go in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going to be like, all right, guys, let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> I don't know why we're still talking about the wings of this random Pokemon, but okay. <laughs> Can we I move mean, on? You didn't even listen to the episode she was on for Curly and Concept, but when I had to edit it, I was like, y'all are on a tangent <laughs> about this nerd shit. And I'm what? like, this is not what we're talking about. We could do another episode later. <laughs> what do, What were we even talking about? I don't even remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, and then y'all were trying to quiz me on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
Oh my god. With Jake, with Jake Peralta, which now I will never forget because of y'all teasing me. I don't remember <laughs> that either. Oops. Well, y'all quizzed me because you're like, what is it? Like I, like I don't care or not care that I don't. Not like a true fan of these things. I was just like, you're like those dudes. Like you like anime. Name five anime. That's how I felt. Oh, you feel attacked. You feeling attacked. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to come for you. <laughs> but again, thanks for this last conversation on Curly Kansai. And everybody, sorry we cannot continue. Uh, it's mainly me. Elise is just on nice. for the ride. It's She's cool. cool. Um, she can be a reoccurring guest on the next podcast, but I had to stop Curly and Kansai. Love y'all. We still have our Discord uh, if you want to talk in it. I don't think I'm going to shut that down, but it's okay right. if you don't. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like... <laughs> That's a good sp- a space for people that are interested in Japan. I'll keep that because that's just a free Discord yeah. server. I'm not yeah. putting it on super mode or anything, but it'll be there. So mm-hmm. if you guys ever have any questions about Japan that you, or you just want like some updates on life in Japan, yeah, drop through there and right. we'll be able uh, to answer. Right. We are all in different outlets. You can check us on Instagram and Twitter. So just just do that. Check the show notes. We have links and all that good stuff. So thanks again, y'all. It's been fun. But now we're going. Deuces. Been swell. Bye. Bye. Just a couple of queens.